Wouldn't you like to be going to Oceana and see the beautiful scenery? I know I definitely would. Oceana is home to the Great Barrier Reef, the largest coral reef in the world. My grandfather and I go on boat trips throughout the ocean all the time. Oceana has a bird called the kingfisher. You have probably never heard of this species before, but today I'm going to change that. So kingfishers, these birds have a very efficient way of hunting. With an aerodynamic beak and amazing eyes that can almost see through the water. They dive deep into the water to get their prey. And today, we are going to dive deep into this podcast. I'm your host, Nalia Smith, and this is Trials of Kingfishers from the beautiful Biomimicry podcast series. I should have enjoyed my mind while I could. After eating sour Skittles, it was blown away. Taste the rainbow. The kingfisher is a truly remarkable bird. If you've ever seen a picture of one or seen one in the wild, the first thing you are likely to notice is its large head, long, sharp, pointed bill, short legs, and stubby tail. The kingfisher may not be one of the most colorful birds in the world, but it ranks right up there for its hunting abilities. And here to tell us more about this fascinating creature is Sunny Robinson, a biologist who studies the kingfisher. We are here with Sunny Robertson, and she is here to answer some of our questions. So, we know that the kingfisher has an amazing hunting technique. How is it possible that the kingfisher is more aerodynamic than, let's say, a bald eagle, but it doesn't go as fast? That is a very good observation. Well, the speed of a kingfisher usually hits 40 kilometers per hour tops. The bald eagle usually ranges from 120 to 160 kilometers per hour. To answer your question, the eagle is bigger, and it works in its favor for speed. Yeah, that makes sense. But then I got thinking, a bald eagle grabs its prey by its talons, though a kingfisher grabs its prey by its beak. Why is that? Yes, you are correct. But the eagle is bigger than a kingfisher. Therefore, its talons are bigger which makes it way easier for a kingfisher to grab its prey. Plus, the size of a bald eagle and the fact that it isn't streamlined would be like a rock hitting the surface of the water if the bird tried to dive head first. Its body isn't nearly as streamlined as a kingfisher's. Thank you, Sunny, for telling us that very valuable information. Come get your BLT at A&W. Hold on to your socks because these new prices will knock them off. So we just talked to Sonny Robertson, an expert in marine biology, about how amazing kingfishers are at hunting, but we never really understood why they are better than any other bird. Well, I did some research, and kingfishers have a beak so aerodynamic that they can dive into the water without a splash. Yep, without a splash. So, this increases their hunting rate at a huge level. Fish have a sense that tells them if there's a disruption in the water, and of course, when they do feel a disruption, swim away. When the kingfisher dives into the water, fish don't feel a difference, so the kingfisher can easily catch its prey. So you're probably wondering how the kingfisher hunts, how they find a fish and dive into the water. Here are the steps. 
They start by sitting on a perch. They use their advanced eyesight to find a fish or an animal. They dive into the water with maximum speed and minimum splash. With their beak, grab their food and leave the water to feast. Kingfishers use monocular vision in the air and binocular vision below the water. What in the world is that? Monocular vision is when the sight in each eye is used separately. Binocular vision is when you can focus in on one thing. When you use a camera, you can zoom in, zoom out, and or focus, right? Kingfishers have the same ability. We have been talking about this amazing bird, but what came out of it? I have an engineer, Rosanna Tash, who helps work on the bullet train in Japan, which is inspired by the kingfisher's beak, and she is going to tell us a little bit more about it. So Rosanna, while working on the bullet train, what was the process of understanding what needed to happen after seeing the kingfisher? The bullet train is miraculously fast. It travels so quickly that the train used to make a sonic boom when going through tunnels or on bridges. This was a problem because tunnels were collapsing over the train. The train would be highly damaged and this was costly and potentially dangerous for pa passengers. However, once we saw the kingfisher, we knew what we needed to do. It wasn't really a process of understanding, but a process of knowing what in the world Sonny Robertson was talking about. That was a lot harder. Yes, we just talked to Sonny beforehand about the kingfisher. What is the architecture of the bullet train? How did the beak make a difference? Oh, the, ba the beak made a huge difference. We basically mimicked the beak on the bird onto the train. We made it look the exact same. The beak was very aerodynamic, as I said before. I don't know how to explain this. Its beak is pointy, though it also has a cushioning feature to it. What was really hard was getting the shape in the first place, getting the head, front of the train, onto the train, and being ready to test it. To answer your question, when we tested the new and improved train, there was no sonic booms. There were no tunnels broken. It had worked. Now we are just making improvements and trying to make the train faster and safer. Do you think it was worth it doing all that just to make an amazingly fast train? I mean, you could have spent it on another project. Do you really think that people need to get from Japan to Osaka in two and a half hours? There are two sides to that story. Some people think, why would you go through all of that just to make a train very fast? Though architects and engineers understand why we went through all of that trouble because some have had the same experience. It is hard to explain, but when we start a project, we don't just abandon that project. I personally had a lot of fun working on the train. Sometimes frustrating, but I am glad I had people that helped me. Yes, it is like starting something and not finishing it. Thank you for coming and answering all of our questions. Thank you, and you're welcome. So, after learning about the bullet train, do you think that it was worth it doing all of that? We asked to ask questions to Rosanna Tash, but I'm asking you now. Let me tell you a little fact. The new and improved bullet train is 10% faster and uses 15% less electricity. I think the team that was working on the bullet train has accomplished its job. I think that kingfishers are truly remarkable creatures, and I hope that you have come to that conclusion too. Never, never, never did I think that birds could be such an amazing species. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Nalia Smith, with the latest podcast, Trials of Kingfishers, from Beautiful Biomimicry.